start recording. Start recording. Here we go. Episode 100 and something, something. I got the door open right here. It's spring. It's beautiful. It's like 70 degrees, but we don't know how long that's going to last. But we do know how long Joe Nunnick's going to be here in Kansas City, and that's like a week. He has one more show on the 10th, March 10th, you guys, at Kansas uh, Comedy Club Kansas City. Um, and if you use promo code Apple, you can get half off for your tickets. And um, just go to ComedyKC.com or their Instagram, and that's how you can get, you know, purchase tickets for his last show. This Joe is a, a funny dude, and he's uh, here in Kansas City, local comic, but he's chasing his dream and going out to New York. So this is one last chance, kind of a farewell here in Kansas City that you guys are going to get to see him. Um, so it was, this was a good conversation. I enjoyed it. We talked about some flat earth and simulation theory, of course, in the beginning. You guys, I'm sorry I keep bringing that up, but it's just everywhere right now in my sphere. Um, but that's it. Enjoy this episode. Uh, this was a lot of fun. You guys will like it. And again, use a promo code APPLE to save 50% off your tickets if you want to see him on March 10th at Comedy Club KC. Um, I think I will be there, so come say hi to me too. Uh, enjoy the episode, guys. Starting three, two, one. Um, no, normally I don't. I don't typically like Zoom. Yeah, me neither. Uh, it's terrible. Yeah, I was hoping to get you in the studio, but maybe another time. Uh, this works. Um, I would have so gone. I, I definitely okay. would have gone. I yeah. didn't know it was an option. Oh, that happens. Yeah. Um, so I would uh, sit on one side. I don't know the Zoom. I'm just trying to figure out a new. This is only my maybe my fourth Zoom episode. <clears throat> So I'm trying yeah. different seats out. And so okay, it's I got just you. a new yeah. seat. I'm like, yeah. And it's super, I don't know. I'm not going to freak myself out and be self-conscious about it, but I don't love it. My head looks big. I have to get my light right here. Yeah, dude, I think it's good. I think it's a good, so you got the, you got the brick wall behind you. I mean, that's nice. Yeah. You got sort of like a stairwell looking to like miniature stairs going up there. Mm-hmm. It looks like if like an action figure could got walk ba- up those. Got the bathroom, bathroom. bathroom right there. Yeah, I've got like a beige wall behind me. <clears throat> You look like you're in your parents' house. I know. <laughs> I know. This isn't a cool setup at all, man. This is not an exciting background. Can we key something in? I guess that would be on my end. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do that either. Yeah. This is all new I can territory. I key in your background into my background, and it would look like we're both. That'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> no, like... it's, it doesn't matter what it looks like. Uh, most people will not watch this. Most people listen. Nice. I have far more listeners than I have viewers typically okay unless unless i'm talking about flat earth if i get a flat earth person this shit explodes oh well let's talk about that (laughs) let's let's make this puppy uh, pop you know let's talk flat earth well as it was only one episode i had like a flat earth expert this dude like makes his living talking about flat earth that'd be so so easy because it would be like improv you'd basically just be spitballing and Because well, how can you be you how can you be an that. expert? How can you be an expert in something that's not real? Like it's, well, okay. Because you're just at that you have point. To, you're just ripping, right? <laughs> I think gathering from it, you have to be an expert in math fuckery. 
okay so you have you to know? have some like some vocab to back up the bullshit yeah yeah there's not yeah. just prove it like this right. guy's got and then and then you have, it to, be, you have to say like centrifugal every once in a while right and but well, not, guess, it, does, it doesn't it's not because it's flat so no centrifugal well i think from what i gathered it's not actually a flat earth it is actually i think it's a ball but it's so much bigger it's like it's giant ball and we're just like this little piece on the ball so like think of think of our entire world maybe like hawaii like one island in hawaii and that's our earth okay and then uh antarctica yeah, right? there's a thing with Antarctica, right? Like, isn't there like that's, an ice wall? Yep, that's the ice wall. And right. that is actually surrounds the entire world, what we would call the world. Right. And apparently it's guarded. It's heavily guarded. Yeah, it's like the so wall of Game of Thrones. It's like... <laughs> I guess so. Are they keeping us out? Or are they keeping everybody else out? They're keeping, they're keeping everybody out. We're not allowed to go to the ice wall. Okay. Well, if if it's true and they are guarding the ice wall, then I say like thank you for your service. You know what I mean? But why? I want to explore what's past the ice wall. It sounds like whatever it is, either we don't need to see it or they don't need to see us. Like there's a huge reason that our two worlds don't need to collide. And I'm okay reason? with that. I'm not okay with that. Yeah, I don't know. Like you would be okay with that. Would you really be okay if let's just say the, the gig is up, everybody. It is a flat earth. Here's the proof. You can't right. go past the ice wall. You'd be right. like, you'd be cool with that. You'd be like, let's go fucking see what's past it. I would be like, maybe enough people will quit comedy and go try to figure out what's on the ice wall. That'll create some room. And then I've got more of a chance here not worrying about the ice wall. Didn't COVID do that for you? It did to a degree. Yeah. Yeah. But ice wall would really kick me up another, another notch. though. Another notch. Yeah. <clears throat> so... Um, yeah, I think it, I don't know. It would just be a big distraction, and then um, yeah, I would try to I try to steal everybody's car and stuff. <laughs> It'd be interesting. I I don't know. I'm all for exploration. I mean, if we're allowed to go other planets, which they flat earthers don't believe in, they don't believe in space. They don't believe in the moon. It's kind of hard so. to wrap your head around. I think that they just don't believe in things that they don't like understand right well no what it is is they're very conspiratorial right there's there's not a single conspiracy they don't believe in yeah and but how can all, you believe in all of them because won't they contradict each other at some point like, well all the big i think most like if there's a conspiracy at like a big popular one they're on it like they kind right. of like they believe it there and and they all kind of like i've talked to a few of them now and they all have a, a, a very similar theme of like a one world government yeah, yeah, yeah. plan. And like, there's this bloodline, you know, like there's a one, like right. a, a blood, one bloodline that runs the world, I, like these families. Right. It's all very strange. And, and it's about control, uh -huh. and, but they do have a, they always have this very positive spin and, and it's kind of cult like, and it's probably like that purposefully, but, <clears throat> what what they say is why they fight so hard for people like you and me to believe in flat earth is because if we believe in it and we finally learn the truth we learn that there's a creator because the only way that there could be a flat earth is if there's a creator because the creator said so 
And then therefore it's going to unlock all of your potential as a human to become and do whatever you want. I don't know how that all comes together, Yeah, but that is the common thing with these flat earthers. Somehow, somehow if they say, if you realize the earth is flat, all of a sudden you, you just all of a sudden, Oh my God, I can, I real I just realized my human potential and I'm going to like, yeah, it's, it's almost like you can say any like bullshit statement and then like interject in the middle and be like, and because of that, then, and then insert another bullshit statement. And then like, and therefore, like you could just keep saying therefore and thus and, and, then, <laughs> and just string together any sort of bullshit. And then I think if people are high enough and watching these videos, they're like, oh my <laughs> God, dude, that, that blows my mind. It's all adding up because he said therefore like three times. And, uh, and I've landed on the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and, then, and then they just throw in like weird math and weird videos and weird, like, right, I don't know. Right. It's, it's just, it's, it's a lot of, it's just, like I said, it's a lot of fuckery really. Right. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I they feel have like an an, they have an answer for everything. Sure. Sure. Yeah. It's like, um, it's like psychics, you know, they have everything <laughs> they're saying is like made up, but right. But they've got, an answer for doesn't matter what the situation is you put them in a room and they'll you know be able to convince somebody of something yeah you watch your mouth i just had a psychic in oh, here no. am i like you're, you're, I, your fan base hates me so far i'm just ripping <laughs> on in the flat earthers and that's like your biggest that's like your core uh they're the two fans are going to be just fine um yeah. yeah no i had a fun psychic on and I, i'm super skeptical about everything i'm skeptical right. yeah like i don't I, I had some ghost hunters on and nice. they, well, that's they, real. well, they invited me to like uh, an investigation. So I went ghost. Did hunting. you go? I no. went. How'd it go? It was a lot of fun, but I'm not convinced. Well, cause you didn't I see have a to ghost. Go. Right? I didn't, I didn't see a ghost. I did. Right. I, I will, op- I will openly admit. Um, I did have a couple weird spots of like isolated goosebumps a couple right. times and it was really weird it wasn't anything i've uh, i don't want to say i haven't necessarily felt that before but it wasn't a super common feeling it was re- a weird like i don't know it was just a weird isolated <clears throat> goosebump See, experience i kind of like yeah it was cool. I, i'm so quick to dismiss the flat earthers but then part of me is like maybe ghosts are real though because i've had a couple spooky moments myself and just things like I lived in this house and weird things kept happening in this house with my old roommates. And by the time I moved out, I was like, ghosts are a hundred percent real. And this place is haunted. I, you know, I, I, I've been getting into simulation theory hardcore lately. Uh, okay. And I've Let's- kind of decided that this year I'm treating it like this really is a simulation. I don't know exactly how to define that. Yeah. Well, you mean like our entire reality is a simulation? Yeah. I think, I think we're just in a video game right now. Dude, I think we might be too. They, they said there was like some scientists that had an article that, or I don't know what it was, but it was like there's an 80% chance we're living in a simulation or something like it was like 80 or 90. It was like really high. Wow. And I was like, what are you supposed to do with that? Uh, like take a Xanax? Like what, <laughs> like what are you supposed to do with that statistic? It's like insane. Um, and if you think about it, it's like the more technology advances, it's like, yeah, what are the odds that we're not in one? Well, uh, and even if we're not, you can obviously see that we're 
getting to that point. We're going to, if we're not, then we're going to make the first one, I think maybe in our lifetime, they're already building like a, uh, some like super computer of just the entire earth and all of like the, um, you know, like equations that represent all the chemical compounds to simulate like what could happen like with the weather just to see like how how bad if they accelerated global warming in this like computer to see what kind of storms would happen where and what would happen but like if you think they've already sort of like built you know it's like a digital earth or like some like prototype of it so you give that like 70 years and like i don't know i just don't see how there couldn't be like a digital um version of all of the basic elements (laughs) and you could just put those together and then just like put it on um fast forward and then just look at your model like two years later and it's just you know exploded into like some sort of crazy universe situation you know i don't see how it's avoidable i think we're probably in one too i I think we i i don't i don't know if we are but it's i'm not convinced that we're not not in one like that's where that's where i'm at my whole thing is like even if we are though you still got to pay rent yeah it's like it's it's real enough that it's like yeah i mean if it's not real it still feels real so that means something right like that and it's real for a reason and is it a good reason or is it a scary reason i don't know it might just be a test reason like i think it's just somebody's like let's put these because like the origin of the universe or whatever is like what like four or five basic compounds or whatever it's like a bunch of nitrogen or whatever hydrogen hydrogen sure You're like what if we just put these four things together make them explode into each other and then press fast forward and then walk back to the computer in a few years and then they're like oh whoa yikes <laughs> you know and they're like this is pretty wild it was like a research project okay what would happen that's kind of my thinking about the simulation thing it's like okay. there's not any there's not any like goals it's just to see what would happen like a science project like just a science project crazy science project but okay. then what's the other side of that simulation you know you can keep going back yeah that's the thing what happens when we quote unquote wake up like is that what death is is death waking up out of the simulation are we are we coming out of the simulation into the real world the the quote unquote yeah the real world like i don't think we i don't think we wake up out of it though because we're just in it you know if we're just you don't think do you ever feel like a nagging feeling like there's something more there's something i don't know like you're missing a little i don't like like there's something reality is just a little questionable at times not necessarily reality but maybe consciousness like a battle maybe 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 that's maybe like a battle between consciousness and reality like there's this kind of weird battle and struggle i don't know i get that and i'm like huh that could be like us struggling with with being in this computer right i think consciousness there's some i feel like that's a struggle i feel like reality like i feel like like you know gravity and physics have never like I've never been like something's weird with that. I've just been like, okay, that seems pretty, eh. that's pretty stable, you know. But like, I don't know if we're stable, <laughs> you know, we're just like being here, right? Like, I think the place seems real enough, even if it's all made up. But <clears throat> yeah, it's um, I don't know. I mean, you get envious of like dogs and stuff. No <laughs> self awareness, you know. It's a burden to be so self aware, aware that you exist after a while. Right, we were just anxious gorillas. Right. At yeah, this exactly. Point. 
gorillas that learn too much, but then we're limited by our gorilla, you know, um, DNA and right. biology, and we still have to, yeah, we still got to eat and shit and procreate, procreate and quit our jobs for no reason. And we know. got these like chimpanzee brains that right. are all of a sudden trying to catch up to this technological super world with with right. instant instant information of, of from billions of, of individuals all around the planet like our, our minds aren't, aren't aren't designed for this yeah, not not this quickly the, yeah that's the issue with it because at a certain point it was like I, i'm writing a bit about this right now but like back a long time ago i feel like nobody had like anxiety disorder that's just something we have now mm-hmm. because technology is way too advanced and we're not built for it yet but the, what sucked about back then was we were just living in piles of mud and eating dirt and shit and we were freezing <laughs> right. dying when we were like 30 we were worried about what we were going to eat next yeah like that the corn the main thing. thing exactly like if it's like one like 3 months without rain is going to kill at least somebody in this family right and then, but on the flip side, they never had like an existential, I guess that was the existential crisis, but they never had these things that they were too, they were abstract, they couldn't comprehend like AI and global warming and like the bees are going to be gone in five years oh, and it's so over when they're gone, you know, <clears throat> they were just like, I hope the crops come in. If they were even at that point, I mean, go back even further, they were just hunters and gatherers, they were just that's Nomad, when I think, nomading it up yeah dude that's when i think we were rocking and rolling like i think if you're in a good mm-hmm. little tribe and you guys were pretty good at like quail like finding quail or whatever it was and you had like the chicks in your squad were like so good at finding berries you know yeah and, and they were like super hot like mm-hmm. i think that's then you'd be yeah like, wide hips so they were good yeah. at birthing right if you just were lucked out to be in like a good nomadic tribe we're like yeah in a a good climate too like i ain't trying to climate yeah maybe i ain't trying to be like you know no offense to the eskimos you guys are some hardcore savage fuckers like good for you but that ain't i oh i I mean they don't even eat vegetables they eat nothing but meat up there they don't even get frostbite yeah, they eat like frozen meat. They eat like the equivalent of like chicken nuggets before you put them in the <laughs> oven. It's just like, can they even yeah. make a fire? Like, what do they do? That is, yeah, they make fire. They use uh, oil from like seals and whale and shit, right? Dude, that's why it's wild that anybody figured out how to make that work up there. Because I would have been like, I'd just as soon start walking south than try to fucking figure this out. Hmm, that's a good point. Why? Why did they stick around there? They know, even still, they know that Florida exists. They know that, you know, Mexico exists. Maybe not, though. Maybe they never did. Maybe they, like, originally when they got there. But now, now, flee that area. (laughs) Right. But now they're like, oh, I'm so good at building igloos because it's been passed down for generations that my igloo and ice fishing skills are not, um, you know, don't transfer into a bustling metropolis. Like, yeah, I don't think they live in igloos anymore but that'd be pretty cool do, do they not do, don't say no that. i don't think that's a thing there's no way that's a thing anymore somebody's got i think to, a, right i don't think that's a thing anymore i feel like I don't can think, we can we look it up can is there i mean uh, we're i'm in front i'm front i'm in front of a computer right now let's look i at, just i would wager that maybe like 500 people on earth still live in igloos 
<laughs> how you know, many I'm, pull, I'm pulling this out of my ass but people live in igloos there's people live in like trailers now igloo wikipedia but some people That's... still live in like the middle of the woods like in the middle of the jungle you know and like there's not many left, but yeah, yeah, but that's different. Like, those are like mean. isolated tribes. Like people in in Alaska and and in the Arctic tundra, they're not really. I mean, isolated they, from they, from first world. But I feel like they are though. They're just so far away in the cold that it's like no, but they're up there. But they're also like having planes land and deliver them uh, shit. Hmm. hmm. Yeah. The Inuit people commonly known as Eskimos lived in houses made of snow and ice called igloos. Eskimos in contemporary times live mostly in houses, but igloos okay, are but igloos are still used during okay. camping trips. Oh, got it. So now they're like, come on, let's go camp in an igloo. Let's have some nostalgia. Let's go back to yeah, our yeah, roots. Yeah. Right. You know, we'll you know, we'll maybe we'll club a couple baby seals, drag them home, right. eat their livers and put them in the igloo. <laughs> Man, yeah, what a camping trip that would be! I'm down. I would there's, be down too. Dude. If there's any Eskimos or Inuit that are down to have a, a a couple of Kansas City fellas up there for for a summer in an igloo clubbing baby seals, count me. Yeah, it would. They like we would not be able to hold our own weight. We would be like you know they'd have to do most of the work for us. I think. No, I'm down. Yeah, it'd be more I'll, like I'll an Airbnb Airbnb situation. I think. Oh, I want to rough it out. I can do that. Just I have to have the right clothing. Those big muff muff yeah. uh, muffs that they put over their I hands. I mean, I'll rough giant... it out. I'll rough it out. But like they, I feel like there's just skill sets we don't have. Like okay, uh, you're right. We, like we could igloos, be endangered. There's like an art to the igloo. There's like an mm. art to the ice fishing. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna fart too loud and scare away the fish or something like that. Oh yeah, we're just hanging out and watching them do the work, but we're gonna be next to them doing it. Yeah, if they could give us some like menial <clears throat> tasks to sort of like, you yeah, know. we'll hold we'll hold on to the we'll hold on to the ropes or exactly, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we'll, fig yeah. we'll figure we'll figure some some easy task. We'll figure it out. We'll 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 pull our own weight up to our own capabilities. Exactly. Every man by his capabilities. Yeah. How's it go? Uh, anyway, communi communist communism, igloo. yeah, right. the communist igloo. We need to bring communism back to the igloos. Well, that's probably what kept them surviving is a sort of communism. I mean, you know, absolutely, man. They certainly, yeah. I don't think they were capitalists. No, <laughs> you can't be when you're in a trade? small tribe. Yeah, the only resource is fish, so you're gonna trade that for snow and it's like I fish and fur, fur, wood. oil, wood, oil. Yeah, those are okay. There's our tools. Can you think of a, another one? Okay, tools. Knowledge. Knowledge on like how to yeah. tie like how to tie knots, how to fix a tool, how to fix my igloo. Right. right. I don't know. There's there's you know, knowledge is valuable in every in, in any culture. Yeah. I feel like that's what their grandpas and dads are and you know. Now they froze to death, man. All right. <laughs> I forgot. I need help. I have all this fish, but my dad just drowned getting this seal. Now Why I need to try like I need to trade some of this fish for this dude to come fix my, you know. This would be a great setup for a Pixar film. <laughs> oh, yeah. Igloo kid. It's Eskimos like a thousand years ago. The dad freezes to death. It's like in an ice cube. Well, they don't know if he's dead. He's just frozen. So yeah. They can maybe thaw him out later. And some, some like, because they like to anthropomorphize. Some like right. heroic 
uh, a polar bear grabs him, thinks he's a popsicle, is gonna eat yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. But but nurses him back, like snuggles him up in the warmth of the polar bear's hair, warms him up right. out of this cold icicle, and he and he survives all winter. Just you know, the polar bear brings back fish for him to eat. Like a, you know, I can see. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's the kid that gets frozen, and then the polar bear takes him, and then they sort of go on like an adventure. There we go. Even it's sort better. Of like the Finding Nemo situation where then the it's dad sad. Dies. Yeah, it's it's even more sad when the kid dies. Yeah, and then the dad's got to go try to find the kid, and then the mom's in the igloo, and she definitely dies for sure. But she the was kid, never in the. Yeah, she died the giving birth to the kid. Oh yeah, let's kill her off. So she yeah, dead. yeah, um, yeah, the igloo collapsed on her. Because um, <laughs> he didn't have the knowledge to build the perfect igloo, and it collapsed. And it, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Those igloos oh. are, are wild, though. They're freestanding. They're like the only like freestanding dome structures because they like spiral. I, I was high one time on Wikipedia looking up igloo building. They, they, <laughs> of course they, you were. Yeah, like I love reading Wikipedia articles. I just read the entire thing. Is he maybe the only thing I read anymore? I don't fuck with Wikipedia. Am I missing out? You're missing out, man. You just pick one. Like you can even go to Wikipedia, and then they have like four or five random things that they just throw up there every day, and then you can just go down a rabbit hole. Click that. Oh, like so halfway weird. into one, click another link. Like, what, who was that guy about? And then just, dude, that's a great idea. I mean, I love like, it. A book is such a commitment, but like a like Wikipedia is like endless. But you could just sort of jump around. That's the way to go. You've given me a whole lot to think about now. <laughs> like I got a whole new world. Like, should I just like I'm a I have a an addictive personality at times. Like same. If I if I jump if I if I see a rabbit hole that looks interesting, yeah, like this one, I might just start diving in and start figuring out, oh, I can just start Googling more and get that's just another avenue of it's crazy just, rabbit hole information. There's no end to it. But what's nice is there's no ads, there's no pop-up bullshit, misinformation stuff. Like, I guess people can update Wikipedia articles and write whatever, whatever they want, but they're pretty good at, like, taking it out. And they're not too long, so you don't have to read, like, a book about a subject. <clears throat> but they're long enough that you can spend, like, 20 minutes on one of them and just sort of skip over some parts. Big fan. I, I gave him $10 the other day. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. They ask you for a donation. Okay. every day so i kind of owe it to these guys i did that to a uh a journalist recently i don't know he's kind of a controversial, controversial journalist television. um yeah is, uh, andy no i don't know andy no he is uh so years back antifa attacked him like through a, like attacked him with a brick like knocked him out, put him in the hospital. Like he's got, a, he says he still has a little bit of like minor brain damage from it still. Like it was a big, big deal. Okay. So riddle me this. If Antifa mm -hmm. attacked him with a brick, is he, is he fa? Is he, is he one of the fa? Uh, he's, he was just a journalist. But is he a fascist journalist? A fascist? No, he was just, no, he was just, I think he was just kind of wrong place, wrong time, maybe. I don't know. If people knew he was, I don't think he was ever, I don't know if he was anti. Oh, so he wasn't Antifa. like intentionally, he wasn't like intentionally attacked by them. He was like in the middle of the, he was like in the mix and just got like a hit. Mm. Basically. Uh -oh. That I don't know. I, th yeah. I think it might've, I don't know if he was intentionally targeted 
when he was first hit. To be honest with you, I don't know. Hmm. Now I need to go check that out. But I know ever since then he's targeted all the time because he goes hard at him. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like he's like fuck Antifa. Like here's all their information. Like, er, like just follow him on like tw- he's really good on Twitter. I don't I'm not on Twitter anymore, but he's really yeah. good on Twitter. But I just was I, I respected what he was doing. Not that I'm a super huge political guy or right. or or an anti Antifa guy. I mean I'm not right. pro or I right. guess I'm not pro Antifa. I'm not pro Antifa. But I'm yeah. also not, but I'm not pro Proud Boys either. Like, no, well, like I, I'm not, I don't get like that, but I like how I my like. My thing is, like, is Antifa even real? Because I hear people that are just like, it's not even an organization. It's just, dude, like, it's real and it is an organization. It's what they call people like protesting. No, it's, it's not like it is, though, right? it's unfortunately organized and real in certain yeah. pockets, just okay. like, just like the Proud Boys. Yeah. You know, you don't find a ton of Proud Boys stuff, but they're like, they're organized yeah. and they're out there. Um, Antifa has yeah. got mm-hmm. like its own pockets. It's really big in Portland. Yeah. So like right. Portland, like you know, they had the uh, that Chaz, that autonomous zone, mm-hmm. and they just they've been riding. You know, they called for, it Chaz. Mm, that first, wasn't that first Chaz the the something something Capitol Hill autonomous <clears throat> zone. Is that what it was? And then, I've heard the oh, is that like the that was like when Black okay, Lives Matter. That's, like, that's the acronym for it. Yes. Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Yes. I thought they just gave it like a frat boy name. Like, we're going to call this place Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they, they had a... a Our second base will be called Derek. Yeah. And uh, and Karen's down the street. Yeah, exactly. Don't fuck with Karen. Yeah. Uh, well, well, enough of that, like, weird real world stuff. Uh, you're a comic. We didn't really necessarily need to... Yeah, we kind of went on Talk a deep dive that. right there. We, we did right off, right off the bat. Um, have you ever performed at any of the open mics at the Rhino? Yes, absolutely. That's yeah, where I've exactly. seen you. Okay. Yeah. That's where I'm actually I've wearing seen a, you. a colony shirt right oh, now. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. 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 Nice. Um, yeah, I love that place. I think they might be opening back up soon, from what I understand, in some sort of limited capacity. Yeah, right um, now you can get drinks to go and stuff, I think. That's and what's say, uh sandwiches cheese uh love the food there well they change i think they've changed some stuff now like a new kitchen and stuff i think now it's like grilled cheese and then they have a bar and then i think they have the coffee the coffee spot still right right um yeah man those were those were popping so yeah that 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 was the hot mic there for a good year year and a half maybe two years um up until everything shut down i think yeah for sure yeah i held a little event there like right before it was uh, i'm looking at my poster now february 17th of 2020 that was like right oh, wow. be- right before the shutdown dude i did a show there uh a taped <clears throat> show with the three other comics on march 1st of last year and that was right i mean right like right right before that might have been one of the last things i did or no, I was yeah, I was at the comedy club when everything was shutting down, like the weekend that it, people. Yeah. Were, this like, is uh, yeah. Well, at least up. it's starting to come back though. At least some places are having to come back. Yeah, and um, they got the so, new vaccine on the market too, the Johnson and Johnson one. Yeah, now there's three of them now, right? Yeah, so apparently that might speed everything up a little bit. Let's hope great. so. Um, 
So uh, the person that got you and I in contact, uh, Miss Cindy Rogers, she gave me a list of comics to kind of look at to see, uh, like, as potential guests. And if uh-huh. I wanted to, wanted to have any of them on, and they all have like a little bio and stuff. And yeah, and I was re- reading yours, and yours stood out to me. That, oh, okay. um, because you're you're leaving, you're leaving for the Big Apple here pretty soon, huh? Yeah, man. Two weeks. Two weeks from now. Yeah nice is that to go chase the comedy dream um, a little bit but it's also just to just to move you know uh like i don't know i've been here my whole life and like i've always wanted to move to like another city and i've just i have like a strange amount of friends there all the so time you're diving in you're like not only to any city but that like yeah yeah city, like the right, biggest right. city like are, are you afraid you're going to be overwhelmed well i think i would be if it wasn't the pandemic but it's actually i to me it's like kind of a nice time to move because it'll be sort of shut down in, in a, a bit of a sense to where like it'll still be like overwhelming to move there but it won't be the same like rustle and bustle like it'll just be sort of like you know subdued a little bit and then it'll slowly start to reopen as i'm there i think but uh yeah we'll see man it's gonna be an adventure for sure so are you are you, are you going to chase the dream at like are you going to spend a lot of time working comedy or do you have like a, a other career or job lined up or like what's your <laughs> no not what's really. your goal man like what are we doing just going out yeah. with seven dollars in your pocket i'm going out with i'm going out with seven dollars and fifty cents and uh a dream and if i get mugged then i'll be, only be able to give them seven dollars and and a dream i'll give them my dream too if they ask <sighs> so um no man yeah it's, it's a little bit of everything it's like yeah the comedy stuff um for sure um, when I, especially when things start opening back up, like I, I know when I get there, there's not going to be necessarily a whole lot to do, um, because so many places are closed. Um, but I've got, I've got like some road work lined up in the spring and stuff. And, um, yeah, just sort of doing like some freelance stuff. I also do like art and illustration and, oh, cool. um, yeah, I don't know. I've been saving up for like a year. So just sort of oh, wanted to make nice. this move and, um, yeah, just sort of going to try to fucking figure it out to be honest. Is there anything like specifically pulling you to New York? Like of, I mean, I, I can see kind of like pre-pandemic, especially right. as a, as a comic, like wanting to go right. there because there's so many, there's so many comedy spots. You, you can hit so many spots up in one night, right? And really getting that comedy scene is really ingrained there. Like there's so many opportunities there. So I could see pre-pandemic, but now. Right especially with you, with what I've read in the news, just kind of, it's not that it's like a destitute land or a, a right, horrible right, right, place, right. but it's not what it was. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely not. But like, um, I'm not trying know. to be negative or, or no, 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 this, no. this way. I'm just, yeah, no, you're not at all. I, I totally get it. I mean, the way I look at it is like, yeah, if I was moving there a year ago, maybe it could have been the worst timing of all time. Right. Right. And a lot of clubs have shut down. Some of them shut down permanently. Like mm-hmm. big comics have fled the city and a lot of it's sort of shut down. But as these things reopen and it gets to the point where the city reopens, it's, I just, I feel like nature abhors a vacuum and of all places, New York city abhors a vacuum. And I don't know, in my mind, it's like, maybe it could be a great time to move there. You know, like it's just going to be sort of rebuilding and stuff um yeah that, that's a good theory i've, I've heard yeah. that where people yeah we're maybe cheaper you could probably find 
so that's i mean yeah that's the thing like i'm i'm moving in with a couple friends and they had a room opening up and it's like for new york it's like really cheap um it's like sort of a steal and it's like a spacious place it's not like a shoebox mm-hmm. so um but yeah i mean um yeah i don't know i think it's just like i've got friends there with the comedy thing and um i just do so much like art uh like you know illustration design stuff and sort of all over the place multimedia fabrication i mean i was a lego builder <laughs> so oh, yeah. there's, just, there's just more opportunity there i mean even if it doesn't seem like there is right now um i mean it's yeah. a big enough city there's probably yeah. certainly opportunity right. there right and you know i don't know it's also just like i want to go have a cool adventure in new york <laughs> like and i could always move back you know like if it's if it's completely fucked out there if for okay. some time to come i'll just end up moving back probably do you have yeah do you have like um a plan like a a one year plan three year plan or something like okay if if by this time next year if this x y or z doesn't happen i'm gonna pursue something elsewhere like maybe a different move or 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 what um i sort of have like a sort of six month version of that like i if by september um if I've, yeah, if I don't have like a steady solid income that could support my place there, then I would move back here for a time and sort of get my feet back on the ground. Um, and go back to New York or would you think about let's try no, this no, Yeah, maybe, maybe somewhere else, but, but um, yeah, um, basically, yeah, I'm signing in like halfway into this lease. So it'll be up end of end of august or maybe yeah end of august okay so. that's a good amount of time it's a good amount of time i'll be like months is like a, a like a yeah that's like a dope vacation think of it like a dope vacation be, yeah, like yeah. you're chasing your else, dream for six months like go hard go right, hard for yeah, six exactly. months in new york that's what i want to do so yeah you know, even, all right even if all of it's shut down completely <laughs> i mean there's still spots um there's still uh, something to do i've been getting more and more road shit lined up which is cool out and towards I, that way like on the east coast no not at all that's the problem it's all in the midwest <laughs> so what are you gonna do fly back here or drive yeah, yeah. Or that's like a- i'm flying like i'm flying back for one thing and i'm leaving my car here and i think i'm gonna fly back and do a few weekends around <clears throat> and um and then take my car back to new york so i've done that drive yeah. I, I did I did from Rhode Island to here. It's a good little drive. Yeah. Takes a couple days. Right, yeah. Yeah, I'm going a buddy is so I'm driving out a couple weeks in like a U-Haul. And oh, that's my, brutal. That's brutal. You're gonna drive know, a dude. U-Haul. Oh yeah, my yeah, yeah. god. No. Well, I, I know. I, I've got a buddy going with me, so Still. it's better than nothing so we're gonna split driving time and uh we're gonna go that's, to- a, that's a good friend that's a good I know, buddy. man yeah it's a great friend yeah we're gonna go to i think maybe cincinnati the first night and then try to make the rest of the drive he's also the type of dude who'd be like the number one guy you'd want to have in a fucking u-haul booking it across the country i would just feel like he's the kind of guy who could like change a tire like whatever you have to do oh nice yeah so um i'm looking forward to it it's gonna be fun it's gonna be it's gonna be like it's gonna suck but it's also gonna be kind of fun so yeah oh i see yeah maybe sucked a little bit but that's that's the fun part of it right and and, and there is also something to be said at least in my mind for 
for things that do suck really bad that that you get through yeah like um like like something fun like like that'll be fun but it'll suck at the same time but then once you get past it it's something to look back on like oh my god can you believe we did that that sucked so bad but it was so fun like it's it's this weird conundrum of dude i've had so many I've had, I've had like uh, so many like road gigs or like trips, weekends in comedy that are like the same thing that are just nightmare gigs somewhere in the middle of, you know, Kansas or, oh, or Missouri or whatever it is. And you just go with a buddy of yours and you're like, do you remember that fucking when we went out to Warrensburg and there was two people there and then we didn't get paid and the car broke down and <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but it's like, it's a nightmare, but it's like you shared it with somebody so it's you know you guys will always have that misery that you experience together oh yeah i was thinking more of a more po- yeah yeah anyway yeah anytime of you, you anytime you can survive a sucky situation it's just it does it gives you a little i don't know you definitely get growth out of it yeah for sure um oh well, i guess the reason why i was being so hard and whatever on on new york um I was I, Austin is a big place that's kind of popping right now for comics. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. I don't know if you've, you've looked or thought about that, but um, I just like it. Just seems like there's a, a big, there's a big scene. There's a big boom there. Uh, just a lot of artists and comics in general. And then I, and which was so this is funny, but I was I, I'm a big Joe Rogan fan. I listen to his yeah. podcast often, and he just had uh, Tim Dillon on. Yeah, he's yeah, a comic. Yeah. Right. And he was saying, you know, he was talking about what Rogan's Rogan is in Austin and he's building a comic scene, like right. a comedy scene, a comedy scene there. Like yeah. he's going to have like, I don't know, he's trying to, he's like, everybody come here. He goes, it's going right. to be, like, it's gonna be oh, huge. Oh, and he even, spe- he even specified, he goes, if you're an open micer, you should be coming down here. He goes, if you are in Kansas city in an open <laughs> micer, you should come down here. I was like, whoa, he's like, he called out Kansas city. And then yeah. I, I, this was like the day after I heard that the day after I read about you coming onto my podcast i was like yeah. oh maybe he's talking about you no i don't think so <laughs> i don't think he knows who now I that am. you're an open mic <laughs> but you know that might be a good spot right. to you know maybe after six months if new york isn't like Dude, yeah, i mean I've, actually, I've, got a lot of friends. I've got a lot of friends in austin too so that's also something i thought about for a while it's um, cheaper yeah uh a li- like a little bit but like it's kind of expensive down there too man really like, I mean, I guess you could sort of live at, outside of, like, away from the downtown area. I guess if you want to be like in the mix, it's kind of expensive. But I guess that's kind of like any city. I mean, yeah, Kansas, yeah. Kansas, except Kansas for city, KC, it's like unbelievably cheap here. Kind of, but even if you want to live, yeah, you want to live like downtown. It's if crazy. you want to live downtown, it's right. But you don't have. Yeah, I guess in Kansas City, you don't have to live downtown. I go downtown yeah. quite yeah. often, like oh, really? multiple times a week. That that's where I live in Independence. Right. And I like independence is fine. I mean, I love it because my kids live a mile and a half from me when they're at their mom's. Um, but it's like convenient. It's like 15 minutes from downtown. Like that is the great thing about Kansas City is you can get a cheap spot 15 minutes from downtown. And it's, you know, that ain't nothing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, dude. And like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in Strawberry Hill. Do you know that area over in KCK? That's in KCK. Um, <laughs> I'm not trying to like plug my podcast this whole time, but I just had another guy on. And he's uh, he makes the best tacos in Kansas City. Oh, really? Where is he? And you, he does. It's not a restaurant. You have to. Oh, shit. He, he cooks them out of his house. 
and you no hit him up shit. on Instagram and he's in the, no he's about to move to Strawberry Hill, but he's in the KCK side. Oh, wow. And so if you follow, follow him on Instagram, Streets KC, but it's okay, Streets. Okay, I want to write that down. Yeah, do it. It's it's Streets. But it's S-T-R-E-A-T-S oh, KC. Yeah. I mean, that's if genius. you just look at his Instagram, you're gonna be like, oh my God. Like it's like eat something before you watch his look at his Instagram. There's so there's so many good taco joints out here, but uh that'll be is he gonna open like a brick and mortar place or is he just gonna that's be- where he that's his goal, but yeah. right now he's just what you do is like he cooks them out of his outside, he's got a griddle outside. Yeah, and he, but he cooks like this meat. His tacos are different, they're not normal tacos, they're called shit, badia, badia. Badia, something like yeah. that. Badia tacos. And it's like this this meat that he cooks, I don't know, 12, 13, 14 hours. He slow cooks it in like this stew. And right. then he takes like this, I guess he puts like a tortilla on a griddle and like a handful of cheese. And then Holy that shit. just like starts bubbling. And then he puts that juicy mix of meat that he's been cooking for 12, 13 hours. And he puts that in there and then folds it. And it's like this crunchy cheese. Oh my God. Awesome taco. And then you fold that and then he gives you the, the stew juice and then just you dip. Came. Yeah, me too. And you dip yeah. that in it and eat it. And it's, oh my gosh, it's insane looking. And then he does these amazing shrimp taco. I mean, Holy shit. This guy sounds unhinged. Yeah. He's in, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he, and he started this because of COVID he lost his job as a chef and was like, I, I, gotta, I gotta hustle. Buy, buy one of those things or do a citizen's arrest on this guy. I think it's, yeah, I don't think the world's ready for it. I think it's that's not, like, they're not. It's, it's yeah, amazing. Ready for that. Um, yeah. So check him out. Dude, I'll check you, him out. That's yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah. And so the way you do it is you, you, he's on vacation now, but like he's going to be starting back soon. Hopefully you'll be here. Um, but you pay attention to his Instagram. And then if you kind of post something on there, you, you hit him up on DM and say, Hey, yeah. Give me like, give me like six tacos and be like, all right, show up at Tuesday at like two twenty, Right. And then you're like, all right, I'm showing up in my, you know, my Mitsubishi Eclipse. That's off. That's exciting. And then someone, and then you come and someone comes, yeah. runs out, drops it off to you. And it's, Dude, it's that's like a drug deal. Exciting. Maybe, maybe he doesn't even need to open a place. Like, I just feel like that's like, there's something cool about like scheduling tacos like mm-hmm. a few days out and then yep. like going to pick them up somewhere. You yep. know, you're looking I call, for the tacos, you get the reminder in your phone and everything. <laughs> right. And you know, you're just looking for it's like, oh my god, I can't wait till Wednesday gets here. Right, get right. Tacos. Like, maybe even you forget about it and then your phone like like tells you like, oh, fucking taco day, you know? Oh, wouldn't that just make your day? Yeah, oh my god. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Hanging it's taco day. Yeah. You know, streets KC. So he's already in KCK. Yeah, he's already he's yeah, okay. he's just a few minutes from you. Yeah. So follow him on Instagram and hit him up when he starts doing it again. Now that the right. weather's not, now that the weather's nice, right? I imagine he's gonna start slanging him again. Uh huh. And yeah, I, I called him the Renegade Chef. I thought that was wow. just a really cool concept. Yeah, it sounds like a. I, I don't even like whatever you described to me. Just like I couldn't even really see it. It was just like I could like, t- like I don't know. It was the most. It was like poetry. Whatever you were saying, it was incredible. Like some I mean, sort I, of sizzling cheese and oh i know beef thing. Like, i don't even know but i don't even know either but when you see incredible. it you're like you're like what is that? i've never seen anything and, like he, that and he's just like shut the fuck up eat it mm-hmm. and you're like wow thank you sir yep like um so and how i found out about him was this dude that's like a he's worked he's like he's he's studied at the culinary art institute graduated from there 
he's worked in these Michelin star restaurants. And I asked him, where's the best tacos in Kansas city. And he told me about this guy. Yeah. So, I mean, if this dude says it, they, I mean, you know, they gotta be right. Damn dude. There's so many good taco joints out here too. Like El Camino Real is so good. Oh, that is a good one. And, uh, Benito Mexican is like a, uh, it's like a Mexican grocery store sort of. Yeah. Yeah. They also have like amazing street tacos. Yeah. Like, uh, El Torito. Yeah, I haven't been there. I'll check that one out. Yeah, I like the tongue tacos. Tongue tacos. Tongue tongue. Like ever... Cow tongue. Yeah, you ever get the cow tongue? It's called lengua. You know, I feel like I've had cow tongue, but I don't think that I've had it in taco form. So that's interesting. I don't know how else I would have had it. Maybe just chopped up or something. Oh, uh, it was from that time that I fucked that cow. That's what it was. <laughs> so it was raw. It was sushi. <laughs> yeah, it was sashimi tongue. My tongue was in its mouth. Oh, baby. Uh, That's funny. You want to hear something? Uh, this is a true uh, story. That that brought up a, a, a story. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried that still want this. Continue. Yeah, I just, I haven't thought about this, this memory in a very long time. I went to a church. <laughs> doesn't every story sound horribly awful when it starts off? This was at a church camp. Yeah, and the thing that made you remember it was me joking about fucking a cow. And yeah, like, yeah. It reminds me of when I went to church camp. And, it does. Uh, <laughs> <You're good>. and... <laughs> I went. But no, so... by all means, <laughs> I can't wait to see where this is going. I know. Uh, I went to a church camp, and uh, I was a military brat. I've lived all over, and this would happen to be a time when I lived in South Dakota, rural South Dakota. But which part of South Dakota is not rural? Yeah, I don't even know that's like an oxymoron, but right. Okay. And uh, so we're at, in this church camp was out in in rural, you know, out in the middle of nowhere, and they had like horses and gate car, you know, a farm, working yeah. farm. They had everything. Right. And so they brought all of us to go show us different aspects of the farm every day, and one of them was we're going to go to the cows, and they're going to show us how these cows get artificially inseminated. Oh my god. Why did they need to show that to you guys? I just thought about that too. <laughs> Why? Why so what, did they? So what did the, how did it work? Like, how do, does like, it do the play by play for me? Well, how it works from uh, well, my, my memory is shot from how it actually works, but I can tell you what I, my experience was, but I guess how it works is, you know, they get bull semen, right? However, they, they didn't give us that process. <laughs> Oh, man. They didn't show us the bull semen extraction process. Probably, thankfully, they're like, "This but, is gonna, this is going to turn these kids on too much." We can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't show them full dick and balls. We're just right. going to show them some. Uh, and I think it's so. Anyways, they they have this uh, like these those nitrogen almost like giant tubes you saw in Jurassic Park where they held the dinosaur embryos. Yeah. But it's like that with like frozen sperm, right? Nice. And so what they do is you you you. I and I don't think the farmers do this, but they gave it to us. They get those long gloves. They, they right. go all the way up to your. Oh, arm. do they jack them off? No. Well, these are the females, and so you oh, put okay. one of those, um, and they tell us, you know, you put one of these gloves on, and you, you know, you and you, you hold the semen, in in the hand, and then you put it in the cow, you know, the cow's vagina as far as you can and you just like, that's how you do. That's and how you, you sort, of, sort of hope for the best. And they like, showed us to us, and they were like. You know, does uh, any of you guys, they go, do any of you guys want to try this? 
No, no, they did not. We can. We got three of you. We got three gloves. If three of you want to. Dude, I tried. I tried. I did it. Did what? You did it. I fucking did it, dude. How wait? How I did old it. were you? How old were you? Like ballpark it. Like, sophomore. Freshman, sophomore, freshman, high sophomore, sophomore, sophomore in so, high school. Okay. Sophomore in high school. Sophomore high school. Did you touch mm. did you touch a cow's pussy before a human's? Oh my god. That's a great question. Think about that. You, did, did you? I, well, like, I use a, a condom. Nail, it's right I on, use it's right a on big, the You didn't oh, use a giant condom. Oh my god. Uh yeah. Holy shit. I fingered a cow before I touched a female's. Dude, fingered before. it. You fucking knocked it up. I did. Well, I didn't. I didn't use. I didn't actually use the. Uh, they didn't let us oh, inseminate them. We just got to put the glove on and see what it was like. Wait, wait, so, wait, wait, hold on. But they let you use the glove and go up there after they already did it with the. I don't know. No, 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 no. They were just showing oh, it. They were just demonstrating. It was. We didn't actually. They didn't actually okay. say here's the here's the sperm. Do it. Right. But I yeah I remember going in there and just like kind of it was it was weird I mean it felt like a pussy like, I mean it was, was like it, was I didn't know like at the time love, pretty much was the cow did it was a cow responsive was it just like no the cow didn't do yeah. and you know was it just like that I was trying to hit the yeah. G spot too I was right. I yeah. was I I never had any I was didn't know like, what no, I was doing I thought this was like in my mind it was very scientific for me I was no like I wasn't joking around or being. Well, there's, a, there's was, a certain science to lovemaking, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but I wasn't even being sophomoric about it, which is weird at that age. I was actually interested in it in like kind of a scientific kind of ex more of a, or or even just like a human experience kind of aspect to it. Like right. I was like, and I, you're right, I, I, I wasn't. Do cows squirt? And if they do squirt, <laughs> is it milk? Still? I didn't know what squirting was then. Right. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't even right. touch a female vagina then. Yeah. Wow. You wow. touched a cow's pussy before a human's. That's I fucked wild. a cow. I fucked a cow with my arm before I yeah, did you anything. Figured... Well, but I was but... trying. I was like feeling. I was like, oh, you can feel its ribs and stuff. I was like, oh, oh must... man, you were up in there. I was. I was wow, up in the guts, man. I was like, this is what. Yeah. You know, so, Damn, so however, yeah. now I know what it's like to have a dick the size of your arm. Ooh. Right. Yeah. You just up and you're just hitting the rib cage and the spinal cord and just. Shredding yeah and he goes right? yeah and then the cowboy goes all right that's enough son Let's go. so is that how yeah, really <laughs> yeah yeah is that, yeah. It's all right is that's that enough son come on enough. <laughs> enough. i was like hold on hold on <laughs> are the uh are the bulls uh cocks that big like are they the size of like a human arm probably they probably. gotta be they're probably probably yeah i mean i was yeah i mean i would like i said i was sophomore that's a good sized, you know, I'm not a huge dude, but yeah, that's a big dick. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I bet bulls are, pro I don't know. I have no idea. I, I don't know. Should I Google that next? How big is a bull's? <laughs> yeah. Maybe like just the, uh, average, the average length. And yeah. then you can, we can like find out if you were above average or below average for your arm <laughs> in comparison to like a bull's dick. I mean, let's see. Average bull penis size that's funny uh let's see mature bulls if, if this is also three, something you don't want on your browser history it's 80 to 100 centimeters in length i'm american oh, centimeters yeah what the fuck? average length of well average length of a man's penis is less than six inches long but i don't need to know a man i want to i want a 
I like whole, how they just say penis it's, length. It's, it's less than six, so that just covers everybody. You know who's yeah. Like, what what are they getting? Inch, these two numbers. inches, three inches. Yeah. Um, well, this. Wait, hold on. Uh, how long? How long is hundred centimeters? I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look that up on my end. So cent. Um, I can do that. Hey, two inch hey, converter. Siri. How many inches is one hundred centimeters? Oh yeah, I forgot you just asked Siri. One hundred Forty inches. Wow, that's a big. What is that? I don't even know what that is in feet. Like, that's like that's like three and a half, three feet, uh, three four inches, feet, yeah. three inches, four, three feet, four inches. Wow, damn. Big, big. So yeah, that's rough. That's roughly the size of a, a, a an arm. No way. What's your dude. arm? Uh, three feet. Three feet. Three, three, three feet. Four inches. I guess if you're going all the way to your shoulder, did you go in all the way to your shoulder? Yeah, I went. I went up there, man. So he gave you an arm length glove. Like not yeah, just a glove that goes, your Yeah, it goes. Yeah, it goes all it the way your up. Shoulder. I think. Then, well, maybe it went up to here. I've. I, I, and then, then you long time ago. Your whole, your whole arm from your fingers all the way up to your shoulder. I feel up, like I did. I might have just gone up, maybe just up to the bicep or something. But. Oh, okay. So she's used know. to getting railed by like twice that. So she's, she's like probably. Yeah, she's like. I was a skinny that. white kid. I mean, right. back that was probably like yeah. at that time maybe five eight, one hundred and forty pounds. You know. I think if you I think if you went all the way into the shoulder, you could have had a chance for the G spot. But I, I think I probably at that point I had to put my leg in there. <laughs> right, but what if you got stuck in there? I mean, I would. You'd I'm sure that's put, happened. Hate to go all the way to the shoulder and she like you clenches. On oh, her. she clenches like a real strong sphincter. She's like, not this yeah. time, motherfucker. Yeah, I got like, oh, shit. It's running and then you're just getting pulled along on the back of it. <laughs> well, they got them caged in, so they're just kind of like stuck there. Right. Well, that's. Yeah, I, I mean, feel like that's they, well. congratulations. Um, <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, that's that's wild. It was wild, and it was uh, yeah. So do do you think the I think we touched on this, but to the farmers, do you think that they like jerk the bulls off? How do you think they get all that semen? I think they do, actually. Yeah. I think, so I bet you, off. you know what? I think, ah, let's think about this. I I bet you they have like some kind of machine con a container, like a big bucket uh -oh. with like a, I bet uh, it's like yeah, a giant yeah, yeah, flashlight. Exactly. They, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I bet you it's something like, it's got to be something like that. It's got to be something like that because if it's three feet, four inches, you can't or, you put both your hands around there and try to. Or, the, well, no. I was going to say, or they have a female and they let them bang oh, the female. And then but they, then at the last minute, they make them they, pull out. They just, they just dude, pull the cow away. Just yeah, pull the cow away. And, and, then, and then somebody has to hold up a bucket. You know, somebody has to hold up a bucket and hope they don't just get sprayed <laughs> in the face. Yeah, they're just like trying to get all the bucket. How would you like that to be your job to pull to pull the bull off the cow right when he's going to come? Yeah, I think you pull the cow off the bull. I think you pull it the oh, other right. way. You leave that but bull like alone. The, you mess with the, the bull, bull you get start, the horns. Yeah, exactly. I feel like he beat the shit out of you. Yeah, you're you dead. You don't, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, how do you know when he's going to come? Is it a thing where it's like... Yeah, you look in his eyes. Yeah, yeah. He's going to go... Oh, <laughs> you know that look. pull the cow out. I, another man will look in his eyes and he'll know that look. He's like, oh, pull him, pull him, pull him, pull him, pull him. Pull him. <laughs> how do you even pull the cow off of him? It's like, yeah, let me just pull this thing off. Tractor. You got a tractor. You You're got right. her. You got You're her. Right. Actually, it has to be a tractor. you got her. Like actually, like on a tractor that you can move right. by itself, and then oh, all right, pull, gas it, gas sense. it, go, 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 gas it, gas it. Yeah, yeah, gas, gas, gas. And then, but still, I think somebody has to throw the bucket in there for it to catch all that, all that sweet, sweet juice. Right. That big boy. Yeah, I'm sure they got it figured out. It's a science. It's a science. 
Yeah, definitely. And I mean, you just had a, a real scientific mind at that age, you know, which I think is commendable for a young yeah. man of, of 15, 14. Yeah. Wow. Um, I hope that yeah. was that. Is that too graphic for this pod? What's the uh, uh nah, okay, nah. cool. It's it's this anything goes with this podcast, we get we get crazy here sometimes, yeah, right. And on. sometimes I have Bobby Joe, the, the the Christian that's saving homeless people on here, and I say, and I accidentally have one cuss word. I was mad at myself for cussing oh, one time, really? I was like, no, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can bleep mine out if you need to. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> this is my podcast. I do what I want. I'm very raw. And it's, no, I've had, yeah. no, no. Oh, yeah, we've, this is very, this is somewhat, I don't want to say tame, raw. but this is, this is, yeah, this is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, I see. Who are some of your uh, <clears throat> co- comedy people that you look up to? You're, you maybe. uh if you have any inspirations like growing up that kind of got you into comedy or like, yeah, definitely. Are there people that you... um, yeah. I think growing up, um, Seinfeld, uh, David Cross, Woody nice. Allen, real, real love me a good Jew in comedy. Okay. Big <laughs> yeah. Big fan. Uh, those guys. I didn't even realize they were, I didn't even put <laughs> that together. Probably Larry David. Um, and then, yeah. But those like, aren't, guess, yeah. I guess yeah. those are some of well, Woody Allen. Was he ever a stand up? Yeah, he was in the 60s. My stepdad turned me on to his stand up tapes oh, wow. from like the 1960s before he started making movies. He did it for like five or he used to write for comics back in the early 60s. And, um, and then he finally did stand up himself for like five years or something like that. But it's great. It's all, it's all on Spotify. It's just one record. It's called like the the lost tapes or something like that or the stand-up years or something it's like a double album and uh it's like two hours um they're hilarious man i mean even till they're like they hold up they're still good yeah i think they actually hold up and they're from like 50 years you know 60 years ago right and they hold up because it was like the first time where there was like modern he sort of pioneered modern comedy really him and some of those other guys back then uh mort saul and the sort of conversational like um yeah mo- modern alternative because uh, before i guess before those guys it was just like who's on first and you know oh abbott and costello yeah that sort of shit yeah, yeah. But, no he's great I've, that shit still holds up big time it's fantastic okay you know, i was people, uh you know, there was a time very, very problematic person now but no yeah with his uh wife daughter yeah, all of his wives and daughters, and it's kind of hard to keep it all straight. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. Comic I, genius, nonetheless. That's what they say. I never got into a whole lot of Woody Allen stuff. Just never struck my humor chord, I guess. Yeah, I feel like I also had. I don't know. I liked. I feel like I wasn't necessarily super into stand up when I was really young. You know, I just loved like Jim Carrey. You know, and like oh, yeah. Mike Myers and those guys, like in the nineties, and. um I did love like Monty Python when I was growing up. I was going to bring that up. Like when you were talking about Woody Allen, my, um, there was, I was, I had a, I could, I'd have to find it now, but there was an album and it was on a cassette. You know, I'm 41. I was listening to shit on, on cassettes. Right. And I, I remember mowing the lawn, riding the bus to school. There was a one Monty Python tape that I constantly listened to. It was so, I mean, 
people yeah. kids thought i was so weird because i listened right. to it but i was just into it I like it was just so funny like just just the little there's, bits like that you would just listen to are so hilarious they're like, so fighting for the fjords those guys are so fucking good like uh i remember i became obsessed with the holy grail when i was with that movie when i was like 11 you know Mm-hmm. And it's like you said, like my friends, like had no idea what I was talking about, mm-hmm. but I had like some sort of slumber party once and I put it on and all of us watch it. And I got all of my friends like into Monty Python when I was like 11, <laughs> 11 nice. years old. Yeah, man, that was, the sketches and the show was great. They put like the whole thing on Netflix. I, think, I don't know if it's still there, but. Oh, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. yeah I, haven't, I haven't really revisited Monty Python in a long time, but they were a big. A lot of those yeah. sketches still hold up too. Some of them, you're like, I don't even know what they're referencing at this point. But, like, a lot of them hold up. Yeah, I still sing but, some of the songs. Yeah, exactly. He's a lumberjack, man. So yeah. Yes, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sit on my face and tell me that you love me. <laughs> I'll sit on your face and tell you I love you, too. Yeah. Yeah, so good. They had the fun animations in those shows. Like, the segues in between the sketches were, like, because one of the guys was, like, just did, like, funny cartoons. And uh, yeah, so the love the whole style, those guys. So, what do you have? Uh, I know you have kind of like a plan, a, a quote unquote, like a, a six month plan. But what are kind of your ultimate goals? Are you are, are you are is your I ultimate be, goal I be like be a touring to... big stand up comic that's got like Netflix specials type stuff? Uh, like a... I don't know. Like it's just it's so like um, it's just like it's weird to it's almost like a headache to have that. Like my goals are much more like what is one or two or three steps ahead of me. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah, like a, I want to be able to like stay in New York. Like I want to be able to just like, first of all, like outside of comedy or maybe in addition to comedy, just like be able to support myself to stay there for like a few years or like several years, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but then, yeah, I want to be able to, to do the road a lot. Like I've been getting some opportunities here and there and I want to just like be able to, um do that quite a bit and then basically have um support my lifestyle in between doing like road comedy and um like freelance work illustration and stuff like that or just like whatever i can find sort of creative um and then yeah supplement that with comedy and then while i'm in new york just um grinding out there um doing because i don't know something to be said for being in like a place with you know, and you brought up Austin, and I think you, you were totally right. Austin's going to be like a, a total mecca of comedy. It's like the new place to go. Um, I think I'm, I, I'm confident that New York will bounce back, though, too. You know, so it could be that, that those two places and LA might be like the three, you know, big places for comedy. Yeah, I was. Um, do you happen to know who Shane Moss is? uh yes i know that name i'm having hmm. he's a he's a comic he's i don't know yeah. he's kind of a bigger he, he name. may have came through kansas city in the last year yeah he did last year he had a stand-up science show it was at the oh okay record bar he's like super into science but also does you know yeah. I, th- I think he has some netflix specials and yeah, i was gonna say i thought he came in town yeah he does some cool cool stuff um i had him on uh i don't know a couple weeks a few weeks ago and right now he's like super afraid of COVID. So he's been held up yeah. at his mom and dad's house for like a year in Wisconsin. Oh, but God. he's, he said he's about to move back to LA 
or moved mm. to LA. And I was like, don't you think that's like, it seems like everyone's moving out of LA right now. Like, right. I don't, I don't know just from here, you know, different things you hear. It's not the spot to be, I guess. Mm-hmm. Not what it was anyways. It's like, yeah, but that's like, he goes, he, he thinks that it's going to make a bounce, a bounce back too. And yeah. you guys are probably both right. I, I can't imagine LA and New York not having a big bounce back. They're just too big. Of, there's just too yeah. many people. There's no way. There. Yeah, there's too many people. There's too, yeah. That's like, even, I just feel like even if you take all of uh, like, you shut down a lot of clubs or have a lot of people move out, there's still, you know, what, nine, 10 million people <laughs> like yeah. in that small ass area. They have a huge appetite for all that stuff. So I don't know. Yeah, I think it'll bounce back. And my thing is like, if everyone's leaving, that's when I want to go there. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like when everyone's buying, that's maybe when you or you know, when everyone's panicking. selling. Yeah, exactly. What's the Warren Buffett thing? Like when everyone I sells, that's like, when you yeah. buy. Yeah, I could I be completely know. wrong, but don't ask me. I'm um, broke. Yeah, that's a fake brick wall behind me. That's not real. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's a fake beige <laughs> wall behind you. Think I can afford a real beige wall? No way. Um, so yeah, we'll see, man. Um, I'm just basically, yeah, if I can just like manage to sort of swim out there, then that's sort of step one. And then from there is to, yeah, I mean, I want to get past in some clubs out there and I want to be able to like work regularly there too. Um, yeah. One of my, <clears throat> there's a, there's, I know there's some comedy or some comedians that I really like and respect that are still based out there. Yeah. Um, like if there's a dude named Ari Shafir. Yeah. He's out there. He's I don't know. Seems to be doing pretty good. And he's isn't talks. he and isn't he an LA guy? Isn't he in LA? No, he was, he was. But he's been in New York for like years now. Five, six, seven years, maybe something oh, okay. like that. He's been out there for a while now. He's yeah. Yeah, a lot of those guys are still out there and stuff. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know. I think it'd be a great place to go. I mean, yeah. I've I've never been to New York, but it's one of those places I've never been to california either like i've been to really? so many not at yeah. all like, uh-uh. there's so uh, many places i've been to you've got to go i know i'm i promised myself i will but i just yeah right but those are those are like on the bucket list like i want to go to new york i think it'd be so cool i think la would yeah. be so cool to right. you know, like to go to the comedy store i want to go to caroline's like those sure. two different you know like i want to yeah 100 percent also there i mean california is just like a beautiful state so much shit there yeah um, yeah but uh yeah man it seems like texas yeah everybody's jumping to texas but so that that server of theirs can hold up yeah <laughs> another, another snowstorm another snowstorm they're really yeah. screwed <clears throat> um so when will your last performance be here in kansas city like how can like when will when when, when are people's kind of last chance to see you around here yeah, so um, it is March 10th, which is a Wednesday. So it's a week from, well, I'm not sure when this is going to air, but it's March I 10th. Will, it's, yeah, as soon as I get this from, yeah, uh, yeah I, will, gotcha. I will get this up as soon as I can. Yeah, it's at the, uh, it's at the Comedy Club of Kansas City, which is at 103rd and State Line. Great club. It's my home club. Um, I've grown a ton there in the last couple of years, and you know, I'm a regular there. So I wanted to do it there. And um, yeah, 7 p.m. show. We've got an awesome lineup. Like I booked some of my favorite comics. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, some of my be- like good friends and just favorite comics um, on the show with me. So, is this going to be like a awesome going show. away special night, or is it? 
Kind of, but like, yeah, I mean, I don't want to really want it to be all about that. I just right, want right. A, a good show too. Um, so yeah, 7 p.m. March 10th at the Comedy Club of Kansas City. And you can get tickets at the Comedy Club KC.com or it might just be Comedy Club KC.com. Um, and for your listeners. <laughs> oh, hey, look, listen up, guys. If you use promo code Apple, all caps, A-P-P-L-E, you can get half off tickets. So Oh, shit. So what was a $15 ticket could be, you know, $750 with Whoa. Uh, promo code Apple. And it's going to be it's gonna be an awesome show, man. Got some great talent on it. And uh, Who do you got on there if you don't? I mean, can yeah, you... um, my, my, my best friend <clears throat> in comedy and, and roommate Aaron Naylor is going to be on it. Uh, and he's hilarious. Check him out. Yeah, he's had some comedy juice videos. They're really funny. He's a big one-liner guy. Super nice. clever. Um, comic Anime Smith, who's just like, the i mean she's just like crazy and hilarious and like i've never not seen her crush you know what i mean and then ty clay who's another um sort of one-liner guy but he's so he's just such a killer man like this like one of the funniest cats in the world too um and then my buddy aaron scarborough's hosting and he's he's the hostess with the mostest so yeah i've had that he's a friend of mine i've had him on here a few yeah times. he's been on here right? yeah he's a good dude yeah and so you've had uh ryan tricky on here right I've had ryan tricky yeah he's, uh, a really he's a really good friend of mine as well okay and uh oh no who's that other guy he came brandon patrick i've had a few times okay you know yeah yeah uh-huh. um but he oh jack Merriwell. yep and janelle banks gotcha yeah no all the yeah. All good comics, all great comics in town. I only have the best on Joe. That's why you're here. Oh my God. What an honor. What an honor. <laughs> I finally made it. You've made it. Yeah. You've made it in Kansas City just as you're leaving. Just as I'm leaving. Just it's... as you're leaving. Yeah. Um, well, listen, if you come back in town, you're more than welcome to come in studio, hang out, and uh, we'll have some some drinks and, and yeah, and shoot dude, let's shoot. That and... sounds great. I'd love to do this in person next time. And uh, yeah. I'd like to see how your New York trip is going and tell me where the best slice of pizza is to get and all that jazz. Yeah, dude, for sure, man. I can't wait. Let's do it. Right on. Well, I appreciate this, man. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, thanks for having me on. And Anything you'd um, like to say here? I like, I'll leave this little last t- minute here to like, you can pimp whatever you want. Other, I mean, we got the show out the way, but if there's anything else, your Instagram or Facebook or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, not really. Just, uh, I guess, uh, yeah, Twitter at Joe Dunnick, Nunnick, N-U-N-N-I-N-K. Um, and Instagram is at Nunnagram because somebody <laughs> else has Joe Nunnick on Instagram. Oh, no. He's, yeah. He's got like six followers. <laughs> and, you should uh, ask the buy like, hey, dude, like, I'll, give, I'll give you 20 dude, bucks. He's never, he's never posted anything on it, I don't think. But uh I feel like whenever you ask those guys, they're like, no, over my dead body. <laughs> you <laughs> right? know what I mean? It's like, yeah. why, dude? But yeah, so that's Nunagram, N-U-N-N-I-G-R-A-M on Instagram. Nice. Um, yeah, hit me with the follow. Come out, see the show, and get those tickets. It's going to be a fucking great show. So, March 10th. March 10th. Comedy Club of KC. Club. Yeah. Everybody go see them. And use promo code Apple, get half off. That would be awesome. Joe, this was awesome. I appreciate you, man. Dude, thank you, man. I really appreciate you having me on here. So, all right. Bye.